Ladies and gentlemen, listen, I'm back. I'm back and I missed last week. I understand. I haven't missed. I haven't missed a week of this podcast in so long. It's been like, I think 30, maybe like maybe a solid 30 episodes that we've been consistently hitting every Friday. And listen, the excuse is uh, I was working it out with Megs. I had nothing else going on. There was no events or anything like that going on that would take up all of my time that I literally couldn't podcast that week. Uh, but it's, I was working it out with Megs. I was trying to get back in the house, as you guys know, from episode 87. If you haven't seen any of the clips, the shorts, they all went dummy numbers. Check those out. And the full episodes. I did it for my car. Megs kicked me out. So the stipulation is I promise to only drink Angry Orchard beer now. Uh, instead of Bud Light, and she let me back into the house. So we're on a trial period, we're hanging out, we're having a good time, we're drinking Angry Orch, and uh, it's fun. It's fun. And so the, the Bud Light boycott, it's it's going on, it's fun, it's fun to participate in. Like, I used to buy it, but now I'd rather sleep on a mattress and not in my car. So I buy Angry Orchard now. And so for that, I'm less of a bitch, according to my fiance, and I'm back in the house. And what a great time to be back because it's Cinco de Mayo, everybody. I've got my drink right here. Cinco de Mayo. It's not. It's not common that we get to record a podcast uh, in uh, on the holiday and/or like the special occasion that we're actually celebrating on that day. But since today is Cinco de Mayo, we have the extra large margarita ready to go. Sipping on, sipping on, sipping on, sipping on, sipping on Cinco de Mayo. Uh, you know what I mean? Shout out to, uh, shout out to our friend, Tim, 20 minutes. Glad you're here. And that, uh, that, that treacherous day never happened. So Cinco de Mayo is a fun day. We're celebrating. We'll probably do nothing other than this margarita to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. That's how we do it. And honestly, we're kicking off this episode with, um, it's it's kind of horrendous. It's kind of horrendous news. It's kind of it's kind of one of those stories that you don't really like I'll say it and then you'll be like, "Hey, no way. Like they can't. They they don't do that or they didn't do that." Like you'll probably say something along the lines of like, "What are we doing?" You know what I mean? Um but like it's one of those stories and one of those things that like, you know, it, it's it's a, it's a 2023 event. It's something that would inevitably happen in the year 2023. It's bad enough. It's bad enough. Like it has nothing to do. Like if I were to say like, like what would surprise you? Like something that would surprise you, not this story, but something that was like, if I would say, Hey, like part of the US government, we're probably gonna go and like put a bunch of money into like research. And we'll probably open a lab. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. We were thinking like here in the States, but like we think China might be a good spot. 
And instead of experimenting on like, would you like bats? What do you guys think? We'll do bats. Like that wouldn't shock you. But like if, you know, hypothetically speaking, uh, but when I tell you that there is now, and this is, I swear on my, on my life, I swear this is a hundred percent. There is now an entire state, the entire state of Utah can no longer jerk off. The entire state of Utah has been cocked blocked by their representatives and the CEOs over at Pornhub. Take a look. Hi. I'm Sharita Bell. As you may know, your elected officials have required us to verify your age before granting you access to our website. While safety and compliance are at the forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users. And in fact, will put children and your privacy at risk. In addition, mandating age verification without proper enforcement gives platforms the opportunity to choose whether or not to comply. As we've seen in other states, this just drives traffic to sites with far fewer safety measures in place. Very few sites are able to compare to the robust trust and safety measures we have in place. <laughs> in order to protect children and user privacy, yep. any legislation must be enforced against all platforms offering adult content. Yep. The safety of our users is one of our biggest concerns. That's right. However, the best and most effective solution for protecting children and adults alike is to identify users by their device and allow access to age-restricted materials and websites based on that identification. Until a real solution is offered, we've made the difficult decision Very to difficult. completely disable access to our website in your region. Please contact your representatives and yeah. demand device-based verification solutions that make the internet safer while also respecting your privacy. Do you understand now why voting is important? Do you understand why you need to vote in this country? Not just 2024 for Kanye West and the Tiger King, but I'm talking about your local like the, the, the ones that go on all the time, there's signs up for something now. There's signs out down the street for something that I need to vote for here coming up soon. I think it's like school board elections or something that doesn't necessarily matter. But when it comes to the other stuff, you need to make your voice heard and not voting for the people who support things like Pornhub.com. Then they take it away. They take it away. Pornhub blocked Utah residents from accessing the Chubb XXX rated site on Tuesday as the state prepares to implement a new law required tech companies to verify that all users are over 18 years old. The Utah law, which goes into effect Wednesday, restricts social media use uh, by minors, making the Beehive State the first in the nation to require parental permission to anyone under 18 to use popular platforms like Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Well, that's good at least because I mean, if anything, if anything, listen, poor, if anything, pornhub.com's educational compared to Instagram. I mean, the girls are getting bullied. 
you know, left and right, the, 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 the posts and the whatever. And like, you know, like, like social media is an issue. What's that? Uh, what's the movie called? The social dilemma. Watch that. You know what I mean? It's a problem. The algorithm is a problem. The adult entertainment, uh, the, ad <clears throat> the adult entertainment site got swept up in Utah's stiffer regulations, which now allow access with government issued ID instead of identifying users by their device. So essentially, uh, in order to access, uh, Pornhub, uh, in Utah, you would need to upload a photo of your state issued ID every time you want to access the site. And I mean, what are we talking about? Six, five times a day. How annoying is that to have to get out your ID card out of your pocket? Would you would just end up having your ID card like on your desk or like attached to your phone or whatever, because I mean, having to do that five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, you know what I mean? Times a day like taking the photo, then having to access the site. And how would you do it on the computer? How would you, how would you do it on the computer? Would you have to hold the ID card? Thank goodness I have a webcam hooked up to the computer. I could just hold mine up. But like, other than that, how would you without a web, like what if you don't have a webcam? Then how do you get your ID on the site if you just have like an old laptop or your webcam doesn't work or something like you're on catfish, you know? I don't know who has a webcam that doesn't work in the world, but it's apparently the catfish show finds every single one that doesn't work. What they should do with the catfish show is have a sub company of MTV called tech fixers and they go and fix the webcams of all the catfish people. They make millions. I mean at like a thousand dollars a fix each client times every episode of catfish. What are we on season 27 now? Like that's so many webcams that they could fix. They need to make a webcam fixing company and, or just partner with, get the sponsorship money, get the partnership money from uh, 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 a laptop company. I don't know, Apple, I don't know, Samsung, I don't know, Microsoft. Like they're probably already sponsored by those people. They're probably already giving them ad dollars. So why don't we just get a bundle of brand new computers with high def, uh, you know, uh, webcams on them so that all the people who are trying to catfish you, all their webcams will work. And that way all of America's problems are solved, which I don't even think we have that problem in other countries, by the way. Like, are there people catfishing other people in other countries? I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Uh, speaking of which, I saw a statistic saying that 94% uh, uh, of marriages result in a divorce in the country of Portugal. Like, I don't know what's happening in Portugal, but I guess like it, it, it's just like it's a free for all over there. I don't know. I, I don't know. Or it, like it, whatever. Maybe there's is there some sort of benefit to getting a divorce in Portugal? I don't know. I, I'll have to look that up. Maybe we'll talk about that in episode 89. But for another day. Utah-based internet surfers who tried to access Pornhub on Tuesday were met with a videotape message by Sherry DeVille, an adult film actress. Of course, of course it is. Well, why wouldn't they? <laughs> like even, even, even Pornhub has to hire influencers to market their business. And what better influencer to hire than ones on your site with millions of followers? 
She says, while safety and compliance are the forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users. And in fact, we'll put children and our privacy at risk, DeVille says in the clip. Until a real solution is offered, we made a difficult decision to completely disable the access of our website in Utah. The company uh, wants the people of Utah to contact their local representatives and urge an alternative method of identification. Um, the, um, the article here says they reached out to, uh, the Utah governor, Spencer Cox. Hilarious. Hey, what are we doing? Hey, wait a minute. Is this a joke? This can't be a joke. It's not a joke. It's real life. It's 2023 and it's real life. Uh, the Utah governor who put the bill in place that inevitably banned Pornhub in his own state, his name is Spencer Cox with an X and, um, it's crazy dude. So basically, you know what I mean? You got it. What are they going to do now? What are they going to do? Like, what are the people of Utah gunning to do with their day? I bet you suicide rate goes up. Like what else are they going to, they're going to be bored. Like Matt, listen, <laughs> the average man on this planet needs that website. Okay. It's unfortunate ladies. Here's the issue. It's unfortunate, but most of us do. And the problem is when we don't have access to it, then we actually have to like, I don't know, go to work, like fix the wall, do that thing. You asked us to do 13 times that you already did yourself. Cause you're tired of waiting for us to do it. Like, uh, take out the trash. We'll like, I don't know, probably clean a little bit. I could clean this studio up. It's a fucking mess. Like, you know, we could go on a date. I don't know. But instead, instead we're on Pornhub and like, you know, like what, do, what are the men of Utah supposed to do while they're at work? Honestly, I mean, think about that for a minute. What do you honestly think the men in Utah are going to do while they're at work every day from nine to five? Like you've literally destroyed the lives. How many men reside in Utah? How many men are there in Utah? And we're not even talking, let's not even 1.5 million. And let's not even, let's not even dismiss the women. Let's not even dismiss the women either, because let's be honest. I know, uh, I know the ladies are on it too. That's one point. Okay. So, so Utah, Utah has 3 million people. Half of them are men, half of them are women. Perfect. Split down the middle. So basically, um, we're ruining the lives of two. What do you think 2 million people are now going to do? I mean, like, we're going to be, listen, and it, Hey, if this TikTok ban thing, is that over? Is the TikTok ban, is that coming too? Because listen, if it's not Pornhub, we're laying in bed next to each other, scrolling on TikTok for at least, at least four to six hours a day. So like, I don't know really uh, what the residents of Utah are going to do. I'm curious to see if like their economy gets stimulated. I'm curious to see, uh, <laughs> if anything's getting stimulated in Utah, it's, it's, it's probably the economy. I would, I would hope, 
Uh, but, um, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, I'm curious to see how this plays out and boy, oh boy. Uh, if, uh, listen, man, if, um, who's, who's our guy now? Who's our guy? Is it Fetterman? Is Fetterman Pennsylvania or is it did Dr. Oz get it? It's Fetterman or Dr. Oz. I don't know who won. I don't vote. But listen, if they ban it in this state, we're going to have a really big issue. And like you thought, you thought like the COVID riots, you thought like all that was bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get rid. Listen, I hope. I wish, I pray for content of this podcast. I hope to God that they get rid of Pornhub and TikTok in this country. If if somehow they find a way to pass legislation for the entire country to be banned on TikTok and Pornhub, what left do we have to do? We'll have to go to YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, I mean, youtube.com backslash what are we doing podcasts. I need like less than 80 people to hit that sweet red little button please subscribe like this episode hit the button hit the bell leave a comment do all the things that you know the algorithm likes listen you're on chat gpt all day anyways go there say write me the greatest comment in the world to leave on levi the host of the what are we doing podcast most recent episode where he talked about Pornhub being banned in the entire state of Utah and AI and a few other things and just tell him he's awesome and the best podcast host ever. Hit enter, copy and paste whatever it spits out and leave that as a comment. You know what I mean? Be creative. Be a little creative in 2023, okay? This whole, you know, it's not the AI, we can't use it, it's not creative. Be a little creative, use the AI, I promise. Once you use it, you're going to become addicted. Okay. Any of the naysayers, I can't wait. 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 So, I mean, it's crazy, man. I mean, this is just one, um, this is just one of those things that, uh, we're going to have to see unfold. Uh, anything else? The new measures also force minors who want to create a social meeting, a social meeting account to get permission from a parent. State legislators in Louisiana passed a similar law that went into effect earlier this year. Pornhub complied with Louisiana state, which Utah legislators cite as a reason they think the company will eventually adhere to their laws as well. So, okay. So this is currently happening in Louisiana, but I'm assuming I'm assuming the Louisiana law doesn't require you to put it like show a photo of your ID, submit your ID every time you go to the hub. Right. And so, um, that's probably why they agreed to that one and not this one. And so Utah just thinks, well, eventually they'll just comply because 3 million people, you know, can't access any other adult entertainment website on the internet because there's only one, uh, and that's this one. And so, um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I think, uh, listen, don't do it. I swear. Listen, don't do it. What am I supposed to do after I drink this entire glass of margarita at one thirty-eight PM on a Friday evening? Okay. Uh, you go immediately to the hub. Okay. None of listen, don't put your, Comment, you know, 
just hit the like button and fucking let's celebrate. It's it's Cinco de Mayo. I mean, what's going on? This this happened before, right? So 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 here's the thing. All of whatever this is the way all the TV shows work, right? You need you need a room full of writers, which is usually five, maybe ten people, maybe one person, maybe two, maybe three. It it depends on the situation. And you need those writers to write the scripts for the actors. Listen, a lot of times, now here's what we're discovering. We're discovering that a lot of your favorite actors, TV show hosts, and the people you see in the movies and the and the sitcoms and all that stuff, they're also a part of this group, the uh, the Writers Guild. And they are uh they're they're also they're also pissed off, but they're, they're, you know what I mean? But they're not the majority because I mean, yeah, like, you know, Adam ruins everything as part of the guild and, you know, you know, uh, a few other celebrities are who have been down there and just, uh, showing their support and, you know, Jimmy Fallon on the red carpet, he needs his writers, like the show can't go on. So what's happening now is the writers are on strike. All of your favorite shows have halted. Uh, Saturday Night Live, no more Pete Davidson episode. He was supposed to get his own episode. That's officially put on hold because uh, you need writers to write the bits for Saturday Night Live. You, if you think Pete Davidson and Keenan Thompson are back there just coming up with bits that uh, they're proving to go on network television, you're out of your mind. So there's a whole room of writers that are now outside of the building not wanting to write anymore. Uh, so... That's on hold. Uh, all of the uh, all of the Jimmys, they're on hold for now, uh, just like they were on the old writer strike, except for Conan. I think in the first writer strike, Conan uh, he came out and smashed it. So he continued without writers. I think whatever network he was on at the time, and he I guess you know survived that and did really well according to the research. And so um, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, uh, Stephen Colbert, all those guys off the air. Uh, no more shows from them, uh, until further notice because the writers are on strike. And so we've got, uh, some things good, some things bad about it. You know what I mean? Here's the issue. They're not being paid a fair wage. Uh, and apparently with streaming now, the wages are completely different. So with Typical television like NBC, ABC, Fox, all these shows that they are writing for, all the sitcoms that you watch. Listen, the last writer's strike ruined Heroes, ruined um, Lost, ruined Prison Break, ruined um, like a handful of other shows that you'll be like, yeah, that's weird. I remember that. Like it was kind of funny. It abruptly like the fourth season of this show only had like 13 episodes instead of the typical 23 or whatever it was because the writer's strike halted any further production of the show. And so, uh, basically the way it works is on your NBCs and on the network shows, you get royalties. So if you write an episode of, um, you know, uh, the big bang theory, if you write an episode of the big bang theory and that episode gets played from now until 3023 for the next hundred years, if that episode is played on syndication on any channel for any reason for the next 30 years, you will get some form of a check. Most of the time it's 25 cents, a dollar or $2, whatever, but you will continue to get paid for what you did 
on, as a writer as credit on that show, right? Until that royalty year, that cap runs out, whatever it is, that's you will continue to get paid. For streaming, if you write an episode of, say, Stranger Things, you get a set fee. You get $20, and that's it, dude. Now, obviously, it's not $20, but whatever that fee is, that's what you get. And if it becomes the number one viral show ever, and it gets sold or picked up or whatever happens, whatever happens, you got your fee. Netflix profits from what happens next. So as long as... Uh, so as long as those rules are in place and the current rates and demands aren't met, the writers are on strike and the studios have two options. Either A, I guess they can continue without writers, which it's kind of, I guess, not really a, a thing you can do. And B, uh, they can... Um, they can uh, meet their demands and pay the writers more, better salary, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you had we had Adam on CNN calling out the CEO of CNN, like, you know, claiming like, you know, you've got writers in a room who are literally looking collectively for 10 people for like $250,000 a year, but the CEO of CNN makes $300 million. Uh, you know, like we see picket signs, picket signs that say, you know, like... Um, uh, you know, the CEOs have yachts, the writers have mortgages. And I mean, of course, it's just the equality I'm guessing in Hollywood is that, uh, you know, you don't, uh, you don't, you need to pay your writers. And so, um, I guess until then I'm assuming what's going to happen is some demands are going to be met. I'm assuming it's a per network situation. Um, but you know, uh, we had, um, Hassan on the streets with his friend, Adam from Adam ruins everything. They're down at the picket line uh, bringing people pizza. They got pizza and water and other resources for the strikers because they support them. And because why Why not? You know what I mean? If you want to be a writer, if you want to be an actor, if you want to be a, a successful person in Hollywood, you need to pay the writers. And so I think it's uh I think it's a it's it's a crazy cause. Um and we're going to see where this goes. So some studios have already responded. Some studios have already responded and there's um uh <laughs> what's quite interesting to me is that um Rings of Power season 2 is going to continue at Amazon uh, with no writers and no showrunners on set. Uh, so they're going to finish the season of Lord of the Rings, uh, season two, with no showrunners. Now, it would seem that the first season of Lord of the Rings literally didn't have any writers or showrunners on set through the entire production. I don't know if that's true. We can look that up, maybe. But uh, So it's fine, but I think that might be an issue. It's probably going to be an issue uh, for the back half of Lord of the Rings. And I wonder if Rings of Power will most likely be canceled, will most likely be canceled after season two uh, because the writer strike is affecting it. And it either that or we'll probably get one more to redeem and then that'll be it. Just saying, I think it's kind of crazy uh, that that this affects so much. And that that we can we can afford to go on strike. I mean, I, I I don't know about you guys, but if I, I, boy, if I stop working for for a few days, uh, the the bills start to add up and the phone calls start to come in. 
So I don't know um, how much longer this is going to last. Uh, we're we're with the writers. We're going to find. I'll see if we can find like a. Um, I'll see if we can find like a. Uh, let's let let's hear from one of these writers. Yeah, we found one of them. Let's hear from one of these. Let's hear from one of the the writers and see why they're doing it. Uh, why am I striking? I'm striking because writers got to get paid. You're out of your freaking minds if you think you can make a show that's not written by a seasoned professional writer. And the only way someone gets to become a seasoned professional writer is if you pay them. Um, television is garbage without writers. I'm a proud Writers Guild member. I'm also an actor, but I would say I'm a writer first. So um, let's fucking do this. We'll slay for fair play. I mean, we love her. 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 We love, we love Alex, right? Alex, uh, you probably know her from Marvelous Miss Maisel. She also does Family Guy, apparently. So, like, you know what I mean? And so, if no longer, no more Family Guy. Hey, that's it. Sorry. Family Guy doesn't happen without writers. You know what I mean? It's, uh, we, we need, like, things like that. Well, maybe, I, I don't know if that's true. But, um, it's honestly, it's a, it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting event that happens every few years, uh, I guess when, when, when the regulations change and what I'm assuming, what I'm assuming is probably going to happen is, um, what is most likely already happening is that the, uh, networks are most likely spinning most of their writing deals into their streaming platforms first so they can pay the set fee and then profit from the syndication on the back end when they take it to cable. I don't understand. That would actually be smart for them to do, put it on streaming first, then on cable. That way they can pay the writers the, uh, the set fee and not have to pay syndication. Right. But just saying devil's advocate, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting to think about. I know I've already said that 16 times, but at least I'm getting my point across. So listen, man, we're streaming. We're still streaming and we've made freaking history. Now, there's been some discrepancies here uh, and I'm working it out with speedrun.com, but essentially uh, we've got a new best personal best in the super mario 64 70 star speed run category now i can't submit that to the virtual console 70 star run category i have to submit that to the super mario all-stars run category they're two separate things apparently and so they're two separate lists on the regular virtual console list i'm 311th in the world on the other side, I'm 161. So I think we're going to go with the Super Mario All-Stars list where I have a one hour and 49 minute Super Mario 70 star speed run. It's being submitted right now. And um, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much 161 in the world. I'm 160 steps away from becoming the number one Super Mario 64 player on the planet. 160 people. That's all. I need to beat 160 people. And half of them haven't even played in years. So basically all I got to do is keep playing and then we're good to go. 
We keep playing, we keep climbing, and then we become number one. And we'll be the number one Super Mario All-Star, Super Mario 64 player on the planet. I mean, that sounds cool, right? So we're live on Twitch Monday through Thursday. Check it out if you haven't already. Twitch.com backslash wadpod. This week we're playing Super Mario Odyssey. So if you're into the new Super Mario Odyssey, check that out. We're going to be doing just the casual regular run of uh, the normal moons that you get, not like the 999,000 that you can get in the actual game, but just the normal regular moon count to move on to the next levels. And honestly, I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a blast. So if you want to join us next week playing Odyssey, who knows if we'll play that the week after we might go back to 64. I'm not sure. Uh, but we'll, we'll see, dude, we're having fun over there. The chat pops off the, uh, the, the, everything else. It's, it's just, it's crazy to think about. Um, and, uh, we're having a blast. We're like, we're like a few followers away from affiliate. I think now we just need a few more. We need a few more followers at twitch.com backslash wadpod W A W D P O D. And we'll become an affiliate and then we can start doing like fun things and they'll think we're real streamers. And like, so we're, we're making moves over there. So check out the Twitch stream. If you're available Monday through Thursday, I know it's an awkward time. Uh, it's usually four to like five 30. Sometimes we start earlier, sometimes not, but it, we're definitely four to five 30. Um, so, uh, we're having a blast. We're having great times, great times over on the Mario 64. Dude, so this AI music isn't going away. The AI music, it's not going away, okay? We talked about it on the last episode here with, where we debuted the Drake song that we talked about. Then we talked about the, the same kind of-ish Drake song on Carlos, the 280 Plus podcast. If you haven't listened to my episode of the 280 Plus podcast, go check it out. You have to listen to me and Carlos on the 280 Plus podcast. It's episode, oh man, I think it's like 1-0. It's just whatever over there. I lost track of his numbers. That man has astronomical numbers, okay? So he's so far ahead, and it, I don't even know what number he's on. But it, it's my episode. It's like one week back. Check it out. We talk about AI and the Drake stuff and Fast and Furious and a few other things, and it's a great Great. One of one of the best episodes I think we've ever done. One, I think one of the best that he's ever done. Uh, so run those numbers up. Check out that episode. He's got a new one out now uh, with another one of our friends. So check that out too. 280 plus podcast. And we talked about the AI music. Okay. The AI music is just taking over. And I wish, I wish I would have seen this article sooner so we could have talked about it then. But like, Artists are, some artists at least, are embracing it. Like Grimes, for example. Now, I understand. I couldn't name, I don't know one Grimes song. The only thing I know about Grimes is that she makes music and that she was at one point married maybe to Elon Musk and I think has one, his exo name of a child, I think. Other than that, I don't know much about Grimes, but I know she's a musical artist and she's embracing AI, dude. Uh, basically, she's she says, go for it. Make as many AI songs of Grimes as you want. Now, unfortunately, no one wants to make AI songs of Grimes and they only want to make AI songs of like Drake, but uh, she's giving us permission. So Grimes says, go ahead. 
upload the tracks, make the music, make the money, upload them to Spotify, get the royalties. Guess what? If it's my voice AI, I get 50%. So any money you make off your AI grime song, just know she gets 50%. And that's the rules. She's even given out, she's got stems of her voice. She's got vocal samples. She's got an entire library of Grimes voice and, uh, and, and, and bots and anything you need, anything you would need to make a Grimes AI song is out there for free on her website. You can go right now and make as many AI Grimes. You can make a whole Grimes AI album right now and upload it to Spotify and you'd have no repercussions and you can split the profits with Grimes. And she'll probably recognize it. She'll see it. She'll love it. And then you can fucking, you could, you'll get, you'll get noticed. Why not? If you are a music producer, if you're a music creator, if you, if you have a studio that no one is coming to and paying you to use, what you need to do right now is get on your laptop, download the stems, get grimes, get free royalty free instrumentals. You know where to find them and make AI songs of Grimes and start uploading 10 to 20 songs of Grimes, freaking using whatever lyrics, chat, GPT, AI, write them yourself. I don't give a shit. Make 20 to 30 songs a week of Grimes AI using AI and upload it to Spotify and just, I mean, yeah, what? Okay, fine. You're only making $5 a month? Great. I guess what? Keep doing it and it'll turn into 50. Keep doing it. It'll turn into a hundred. Keep doing it. It'll turn into a thousand. You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking? Like, do it. Just do It's out there. Why not, dude? Like, we're pretty sure we found this. Now, this, we're almost positive is AI. We're almost positive this is AI, but we've got a new track from Shaq, dude. Listen to this. This is Shaq. Ha, sicker than your average, great with the drink, 21 Savage. Please do call me Diesel, doing what I want y'all doing, what you need to. Say you want to go to war, don't tease me, don't want to see me, turn off TV. BBTTT off GP on the PG, me and AD and PG. Pull up, I get the bucks, Greek freak, squad glowed up, Chief Keith. Came in the game with a cheap cheap wolf, get to the green like sheep teeth. Eh. That's got to be AI. There's no way, there's no way Shaq. There's no way Shaq is spitting. There's no way Shaq is spitting in that tone. There's no way. It's got to be AI. And you know what? It slaps. It's called Thoughties Hit the Floor because they sample bodies hit the floor. It's beautiful. So we did it. And I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited to share with you guys what we created. We created, and what could be even more annoying than an AI bot of my voice, Okay, so we went to the website that you can do this at and you can find it online, just do some Googling. And so we read all the prompts, we downloaded all the podcast, we took all the MP3 wave files off of the uh, the Roadcaster, we uploaded them to their servers, we paid for the premium version so we could get the best of the best, and we uploaded all of uh, the podcasts that we did over the last year, and we read some prompts and we gave it everything it needed to make a 100% perfect AI bot of my voice. What could be more annoying? And so what then we did is we took that and we told chat GPT to write us a rap song in the style of Drake. And, uh, we've got, and we edited it. We switched up a few things. We made it about me. Like we added things about my magic career. We added things about the podcast, like everything we made it about me. So we took what chat GPT gave us 
edited it to make it about me, told ChatGPT to make it better again, edited it one more time ourselves just to make sure it was perfect, found a royalty-free instrumental, put it all into another AI bot, and then it put auto-tune and all the mastering and everything it needs on the my voice. And about 20 minutes later, we got what is now the, uh, what is now the, uh, the, basically my debut, my debut as a rapper, uh, we use for the AI bot. So we, we put my whole voice in it and this is, uh, this is it, man. We had a blast doing this by the way. So here, here it is. We'll play a little bit of it and then I'll talk a little more about it here, here. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're literally, you might, if you're not sitting down, you might want to sit down. And if you are sitting down, you might want to make sure you have a towel nearby because you might shit your pants. You might shit your pants after you hear how good this is. And all I'm saying is, Drake, watch out. Hey, Drake who? After this, ready? Listen. Here, watch this. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. This is it. Go, here we 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 go. I'm a rich kid, you know that. that. Don't fuck with no one but Kodak. She asked me what I'm doing, making history, bitch, you know that. I spit fire, I spit flame, on this newbie in the game. They say I seem insane, but I feel like I'm deranged. Cause I minds, make shit flow, walk on water, don't need no boat. I got card tricks out the yin yang, hop on my carpet, we can coast. No need to boast, ask your girl who's the dopest, I'm the Moses. My name is Sparks, bitch. That's all I have. Yeah. Dude, and I mean, how how insane was that? So we got a 16-bar verse, and then we downloaded another voice. Like, we just searched for male rapper voice, and we said, hey, say just the ad-libs, and we put in ad-libs in, in behind it, and boom, that was it. We I now have a 16-bar AI track of uh, my own voice, so that'll be out... Uh, That'll be out soon on all streaming platforms. We're going to put it on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all the fucking SoundCloud, whatever, mate, whatever you put it on, DistroKit, whatever it needs to be on, it'll be on YouTube Music, Pandora, all those things. We are going to distribute this. It's going to be my, uh, my first, uh, it's going to be my first rap song. And it was fully created with AI. I, we had a blast doing it, and we're probably going to do it some more. It might honestly be a service. It might honestly be a service that we offer. Like, I think some of these rappers, like locally, some of the local rappers could probably use it. Because I listen to some of the stuff, like that some of the guns think that the, like some of the brush rappers in the area, I listen to some of it, and honestly, it's not great. And so what I think they should do is not only embrace the AI, but maybe use it some more, maybe uh, fine-tune it, maybe use it to your advantage, and see how it can benefit you in your music career. You know what I mean? Cause now I have one. Now I have one. All I have to do now is go back to chat GPT and ask it for a new, another 16 bars and bam, we've got a track. And then I can ask it again and bam, I got another track. And then we can do it again and again and again. I'm going to be uploading so many rap songs to the point where I'm going to get phone calls from venues in the area. Like it's going to be a problem to the point where this, and this is just a social experiment, by the way, we're doing a little, a little, a little fake social business. Okay. It's not, it's not fake business. It's a little social experiment. And so what we're going to do is we are going to pump 
this up. We're going to continue doing this. I had now that we have a bot, it literally takes us 20 minutes to get half a song. It takes us an hour to get a full song. So we'll have a full song in an hour. So if we have five hours dedicated to a day, that's five songs in a day. We can release a new song every day of the week. We save the weekends for promotion and pumping it up and sharing on social media. We blast on the weekends and obviously during the week, but we blast during the weekends and then boom, the next week, five new tracks and we blow it the F up. All we have to do is put a dollar behind each song and we'll get enough plays on Spotify for anyone to notice. And so what we're going to do is we're going to release a song just like the one you just heard every day for, I think probably what, what are we going to do the next six months? We're either going to do the next six or 12 months and we're going to see where it goes. And if in fact a venue reaches out and says, Hey, we need to book you for an event, a show, whatever, then in which we know it works. And guess what? I'll memorize some of the songs and I'll get that bag too. Like F that I've already, listen, I've already performed on some of the biggest stages in, in the local area. And by that, I mean, they're not that big. They're about as big as this desk I'm sitting at, but like, it's more than most artists that I know have accomplished. So like, don't get it started. We'll definitely progress this and see where the social experiment goes. Um, but be on the lookout. So we'll have a Spotify link soon. I think we haven't uploaded the first one yet. We're waiting to see, we're going to test this and see where it goes. We're going to send it to a few more people, but I think what we can do is if we honestly, if it, if it gets good feedback and honestly, I think it might, I think we're going to continue uploading and I think we're going to here, I'm going to make a liquid death margarita, you know, like those, those ones you get at Chili's with the, with the beer cans in them, dude, it's freaking Cinco de Mayo. Let's celebrate. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm literally, I can't wait. I'm taking over the rap game. I am now going to be the second best rapper on the planet. The first one. Well, I don't know the first, the, I mean, the first one's Lil Wayne, obviously, but I'll be the second. And it's going to be great. I mean, hey, Jack Harlow who? We're going to use AI to pretty much produce the entire thing. And we're going to see where this goes. And uh, hopefully, I mean, the ultimate goal. So the first goal is to get a local venue to reach out. The second goal is to get a local record label to reach out. If there are any, I mean, I think there's one, but I think it also is a bail bondsman's office. I don't fucking know, dude. It's weird. It's it, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's probably not. It's not real. It's not fucking real, uh, whatever. Or maybe it's like an actual major label to reach out. That's like end goal version number three. And then, um, you know, it's, uh, it's cool, man. So I'm excited. I'm excited. We have a whole marketing plan. We're going to get blog posts written. We have our friends. I'm ho I'm literally hosting three events individually at our, at a, at a place that I can't talk about yet. That literally is dedicated to music that literally I'll be hosting on a stage that not only Taylor Swift has been on, but I'll have the microphones that she uses on her tour currently around my ear. Okay. So like, it's a big deal. We're pushing that. Like it's going to be a thing. And so that was just a little preview of what's to come. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And honestly, if, if, if it's not, um, 
if it's not your cup of tea, I understand. But as far as like a 16 bar goes, I mean, that was fire. That was a little fire. And like, I mean, hey, better than that new, uh, what's his name? Jack Harlow. Better than that new Jack Harlow track, right? Like, what was better? The new Jack Harlow track with his with his tank top on? Who's better? Me rapping in a tank top or Jack Harlow rapping in a tank top? Be honest. Comments down below. Be honest. 100% be honest. Who's better? Me or Jack Harlow in a tank top rapping? Who's better? And if it's me, then we're going to continue and do the whole rap AI thing. You know what I mean? So I can't wait. Listen, this next segment, this next segment that you're going to see, man, we filmed this, me and my boy Paul, and it was a blast, okay? And apparently, this is what they call the Kardashian curse. Any sports figure, whether it be basketball, baseball, we mainly, I think, talked about the basketball ones, but any major sports league figure that has ever dated a Kardashian or a Jenner has a notably regretted it. B has kind of tanked their career after during and after the relationship ended and C has come out and interview since and say, yeah, it was like the worst time of my life dating her and or married to her. Uh, so Paul and I talk about the Kardashian curse and this is 1000% to promote his all new revival of his podcast, High Cheese. If you're into baseball, if you're into sports, and you know anything about the term High Cheese, you need to check out the High Cheese podcast. There will be a description down below. Uh, a description. I just, yeah, there will actually, you know what? There will be a description down below and also a link to the High Cheese podcast in the description down below. Uh, so click on that, check it out. If you're a baseball fan, I'm trying to get them on the 280 plus podcast too. So, uh, it's Paul and, uh, his buddy, his host, his co-host, they talk about nothing but, uh, baseball and high cheese, uh, and all of anything sports. Uh, so I think they just dropped another episode today. I think they're on episode three. Uh, they had this podcast a few years back, but you know, you know, things happen. And so they're back on their, uh, weekly grind. They're on episode three now and it's blowing up. They're doing numbers. Paul keep, Paul calls me every time. I'm like, bro, we got more, bro. We got more, bro. There's more, bro. There's more numbers up ranking higher numbers, downloads, higher, killing it. High cheese podcast. Check it out. And uh, this is us talking about the uh, the Kardashian curse. We assumed it would be beneficial because I know pop culture drama Kardashians and Paul knows the sports side of things. So Paul brings the facts about the sports players and how they were before and after the Kardashians and the, everything that they said. And I bring the jokes and the funnies and the bits about Kim and Kendall and Chloe and everything else uh, that comes along with keeping up with the Kardashians. So uh, check it out. Uh, and if you haven't done so, download and subscribe to the High Cheese Podcast. Link in the description down below. I think it was last week, one of the one of the recent days, news broke that actor Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner were now a couple or they're dating or they're seeing each other or something. And I sent that to you because I send you all the news I see. Right. My goal is to try to, and 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 my wife's goal is also to try to break news to you so that we can yes. give you content. Right. Uh, and also, it's like you always know stuff, so it's nice when I get to do it. So I sent yep. that to you, and 
My wife and I refer to Timothy Chalamet as Little Timmy. I don't know when that happened. It just one day it happened, and that's what he called. And I said to her, I, I, I hope that like it, this doesn't ruin him, um, because historically, uh, mo- a lot of people that have dated Jenners or Kardashians have had their career ended by it right. in some form or fashion. Right. And so since I recently started doing my baseball podcast again, and I've had sports on the mind way more than I used to because I'm like looking at it. I, I like I'm a sports guy, but like I have a lot of other interests. But it's uh, been like just kind of constantly. I said, "Hey Levi, what if we talked about and did a retrospective of athletes who dated the Kardashians and what they were like before and after that, and how it went?" So I did a little bit of research. Admittedly, like there's too many. Like the <laughs> lists go on. So I I narrowed my field for two reasons. One, because I have a baseball podcast as my main podcast. I found the one baseball player who dated and I kind of remember this from like 2013 which was Matt Kemp who Matt Kemp was a player who uh he was an all-star I think he was a runner up for MVP at one point in his career so he was like a good player and he always was like a very good player uh he won yeah he was the runner up for MVP in 2011 in 2013 he dated Khloe Kardashian Mm. Uh, they went on some events together. Um, in Christmas of that year, he went to a show with her where they saw Drake, John Legend, and Jay Z live together. Mm-hmm. And he posted a picture of the two of them that said "Best time of the year" with two exclamation points. Right. So, 2013, he dates her. Um, from that point on, he kind of had like one more good season. He was never really great again, and he had one late-season resurgence in 2018. I think he's still in the league, maybe. Might have retired. Uh, got injured a lot, and he was an all-star one more time in 2018. So it took him five years after dating Chloe to get back to the all-star game. Uh, so that was my first play in here. I got Ego Baseball Player so I could like seemingly be like, I have a podcast about baseball, not just talk about everything else right and so and so that that was my understanding coming into this i've of course of course in what are we doing podcast fashion uh i have done no research and have no idea who any of these people are so it's my understanding my understanding is that chloe is chloe is the ling the ring leader when it comes to dating the sports franchisee type people now I think recently she's broke that streak, correct? She no longer goes after the sports guys. I think we're married to Travis Barker, Blink-182 now, right? Yes, I believe okay. so. I So here's my thing. I know all the athlete side, and I know who each one of these people are, mm-hmm. but I know nothing about the Kardashians and Jenners other mm-hmm. than this is my way into what, like, because I know a lot of people care and keep up with them. This is what I know about them is what athletes they're dating and how usually, yeah, Chloe also has, I think, I think what we got to do is we got to keep like a leaderboard here of which one dated who. Right. Uh, And then also like who, which athletes perform. There's a couple in my research. um, There's a couple athletes who are better afterwards, actually. Okay. So we got, I got some data here. It's not all Um, ruins for the. It's not all ruined. Yeah. But we're going to keep track of ruin versus not. And then the other thing I specifically dialed in since there was like long list of this on because I am also a big basketball fan Uh and uh, today the Sixers are playing their third game against the Brooklyn Nets in playoffs which I got my Sixers gear on I was like let's do an NBA list let's just do a list uh, because I think there's actually a lot of NBA players Chloe has a very 
controversial history with NBA players. Uh, There's several players who have been quoted as saying that dating her ruined their career. So, um, she, she's got the, she's got the track record with athletes. I think you're right there to say that. Cause she came up on the list a few times. So we're going to do, we'll, we'll keep track. Uh, so how do you want, do you want me to just run through and give you the little history snippet? Cause I have, I've put like three articles about this together. So my data is like as comprehensive as I was willing to prepare for something like this. Um, yeah, how do you want to go about this? I say go for it. Let's, let's start at the beginning. I mean, I have, you know, I have, I have some, I have a timeline here from everyone from Lamar Odom to Tristan Thompson, as far as Chloe's. Chloe's dating pool. Yeah, so, Lamar mean, Odom. Lamar Odom. So he was towards the. I think he was already towards the. Yeah, he was towards the end of his career when that happened. He may have already been close to retiring when they got together. Let me just double check this because he was Lamar Odom was like a very good player for the Clippers. Uh, okay. He also was a uh, champion with the Los Angeles Lakers. So he was kind of an LA guy. He was out there. I think he played like one half season or maybe a a full season in Dallas as well towards the end of his career. Mm -hmm. But I believe they started dating. I want to say in like 2009, is this sound right? Mm -hmm. 2009. I think so. Uh, okay. Here, yes, yes. Lamar okay. Odom, two thousand nine. Yes, they and yes. uh, engaged only a few weeks after meeting. Of course, yes. In typical Kardashian Jenner fashion. It's like you know what I mean. Love at first sight. You've got money. I've got money. Yeah. Let's get married and only take half. You know, like it's makes complete sense. It makes all the yeah. sense in the world. No, it's so that. That happened. That was, let's see, that was 2009. Mm -hmm. So at that, yeah, he's towards, he's a 30 year old. And back then, and also even now, like it's not very common that players as they age in basketball, like stay or maintain their, and he was never, he was always like a, a very good player, not like a hall of fame player. Right. But, uh, for him, the big thing is last two years of his career, he went from being like a double digit point scorer and a very reliable to 2012 into 2013, those 2011 through 2013, Again, he had some injuries, I think. He did play games still, so he just kind of became like ineffective. Right. Uh, he also almost died of a drug overdose and was found in a legal right. brothel after they broke up. So he had a rough right. go. There. Well, and so that's what uh, his his substance abuse uh, is what led to the their relationship ending. Yep. So, but here's the thing. Was it because of Chloe that he started the substance abuse to begin with? Yeah, I don't think we can. I, I want to be clear too with this bit. This is just this is tie tie this in here. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm not saying that these it's people. It's all Kim Kardashian's fault. Yeah, it's she not, I'm not saying the Kardashians are causing this. I'm not saying they're not causing it either, though. It's like that. So, she has the spider, has the babies, and then bam, the dad's dead. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess it's just like that. <laughs> just, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Where's so Kanye at? I don't know. Yeah. Hey, for all we know, he's you know what I mean. Yeah, how'd Kanye's NBA career pan out? But yeah, so oh, all right, that's our first one. Our first one there is Odom. Exactly. He, I feel like that's like the most notable uh, right. of like storylines because he pretty famously like crashed and burned around right. the time their relationship was also dissolving. And I, I think 
just kind of like understanding how things happen, especially through like the 70s, 80s, 90s mm-hmm. of basketball and in early 2000s, which is kind of Lamar Odom mm-hmm. was end of the 90s, to early 2000s. I think there was a lot of substance abuse and it still is in sports just across the board. So I'm not saying it's Chloe's fault. It just that was like right. a very public right. uh, explosion. Right. So that's uh, our first one. I would yeah. say his career got worse, but it's hard to tell with him because he also was towards the tail end of a career anyhow. So it's mm-hmm. like... What's going okay. on, you know? Okay. Um, okay. So the next one I found is a player who I completely forgot existed, which I think speaks to this situation, um, who is a guy named Rashad McCants. Now, Rashad McCants was like a promising young player. I don't think he was ever... He, he was a first-round pick. I think he was like, uh, I want to say 2006, 2005, 2000, or he was a first-round pick. Uh, and in 2009, he got together with Chloe. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. And wait a minute. The same yep, year. Yeah, yeah, nope. Right there. Oh, um, yeah. November of 09. So that was, that was news to me. I was like, wow. interesting. Okay. Um, she claims that he cheated on her. He says that was made up. He was out of the league the next year. So he also is the one who I said on quote said dating Khloe Kardashian was the like the worst thing for my career. So he's the one who straight up said like she she made my career bad. Uh, to be fair, not everybody makes it in the NBA. He was kind of um, as I said like young guard, solid player, uh, but he did fan- he did burn out real fast. So, so then was, what so what do you think what what do you think that is? Do you think that's the constant need uh of attention from these women? Do you think it's the publicity that surrounds them? Dude, I think the publicity cuz it's already hard to be an athlete in LA cuz a lot of these guys are like California. I think McCants played for the Kings. Yeah. Um but it's hard I no no, he played for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Not even not even he played for the Kings for half a season. That's why I had mm-hmm. that in my head. Um but like yeah you're being the spotlight all the time and a lot of athletes like they're cold-blooded they can do that but there's even like in in baseball for example the new york yankees are the most popular sports franchise in the world that's been true for decades now okay uh there are guys who are like superstars when they go to new york they choke they do not play as well and then if they get traded somewhere else they're back to themselves and it's like Mm -hmm. being on the big stage is hard if you're already on one big stage and then like depending on where you fell into the Kardashians life as someone dating them, like before the show or after, like it would be so stressful to always be on camera and also go to job and go to your job that is being on camera to perform a high level. And then you go home, you go hang out with your girlfriend and you're on camera. So like, I feel like there's gotta be an element of just like this melts your brain to be this engaged all the time, you know, like, geez. Um, so yeah, that's, so we got Lamar Odom this week, Hubbard McCants. He was the one who said Chloe ruined his life. Lamar mm-hmm. Odom that blew up fantastically. Uh, let's move into Kim cause she's the next okay. one on the list here. Ah, oh, shoot. Um, Kim. this is one I kind of knew about just like ambiently. Cause this guy was like, I feel like never a great player either. Chris Humphreys is, uh, oh, yeah, well that one? was, that was like what? That was Chris- 2010, I want to say. Yeah, that and that was, but that was just uh, that was about yeah. So this, okay, (laughs) you know this one. Here we go. So you you got some knowledge. So well, there it it lasted for a grand total of seventy-two days. 
Uh, and so, but, and the only, the only reason they got married is because the TV network threw like a fucking bag at her. And Their said, marriage hey, lasted no. from, oh my gosh. They, so they yeah. started dating in 10, they got engaged uh-huh. in 11 uh-huh. and then they were married three months later and they uh-huh. split. Huh, but they didn't finalize their divorce until 2013 so that's weird right right and it's just um, it was i this was like one of the first this was like one of the first like celebrity marriages i remember hearing about aside from uh like britney and Federline, and uh i think that was like that was kind of it like these are like the two yeah. What other celebrity like divorces or splits like were that early two thousands mid two thousands? Yeah, that's. I feel like there's one I'm not thinking of, but that's pretty much the the mm-hmm. list I can think of too from the time. But yeah, so I'll Chris, actually see. Chris with a K, by the way, Chris yes, Humphries with a K. K runs in the he family. He actually, I ha- I'm not diving into deep analytics of this like efficiency yeah. rating, but as far as points per game scored, which is just a very easy like, hey, was he scoring points? Uh, 2010, 2011, and 2011, 2012, which basically those two seasons spanned his relationship with her. Yeah. High high points per game for him. 10, 10 in 2010-11 and 13.8 per game in 2011-12. The okay. year after they break up, he averages 5.8 points per game, then just kind of stays around that for the rest of his career. So Chris Humphreys, you got worse after dating Kim. Okay. You weren't never great. Up, I you need got to worse know, I need to know now when Yeah, when did this happen? Give me one second here. I'm just doing a little bit of research. I'm I'm I've got Kim's plastic surgery timeline here and I just need to know when the butt came. Like when did we get the butt? Da, 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 da. Does not rule as much butts as possible. 2010 to 2014. Okay, so somewhere in between 2013, 2014, she got the butt. So I think it was after Humphreys. Damn. All right. So, well, Chris Humphreys' career got worse. Kim's life yep. got better, I guess. Okay. Um, I guess, depending on how you look at things. Yep. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to honorable mention one from this list because you can't, unmeasurable because he was no longer a player, but I did not know this, that Chloe uh, Kardashian dated Rick Fox, who <laughs> Rick Fox was an LA Laker in the 2000s. He played with Kobe Bryant and Shaq on some of the teams that get rapped about still. Uh, he's also, another thing, I actually wrote a beat with the name Shia LaBeouf and Rick Fox one time. Nice. Because Rick Fox was in the movie Holes. He is the athlete whose shoes get our main character sent to go dig holes in the oh book Holes God. in the movie Holes. <laughs> oh, wow. So in the, movie, wow. in the movie, Rick Fox plays that character, and it's very funny. Talk about uh, so, a reference, dude. Wow. Dude, I, uh, dude, and I have a song called Shia LaBeouf and Rick Fox, spelled with four X's for fun. Uh, but yes, That's Rick Fox cool. dated Chloe, but he was well well into retirement at that point, so I'm not counting this on this list. He was That was can in 2015. Just, can like, she not, though? Like, I mean, I know she's done now, I guess, so it's kind of it's kind of hard to say, but like, it just, it seems like at some point a long time ago, Around ten years ago, we someone should have stopped Chloe. Like who? Whose turn was it? Who failed to watch Chloe when it came to like these little, like just athletes? Yeah. yeah, it just they kind of just let her loose on like the whole professional sports network, and she kind of just you know what it's like. It was like that scene uh, from Rush Hour Two 
when he takes him to the massage parlor and they're like, yeah, you can pick any girl. And she's like, oh, I want that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, and that one. And like now Chloe just has her own roster of like NBA and NBA fucking players. Like yeah. for, for, for like a five to six well, years. I think, I think I need to build a roster out of this later. We'll see. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make this wow, team NBA 2K. Let's see. Maybe I'll build this I, team and see how they perform. Right. We'll see. Yes. Well, I'm going to up yeah. the credit of the whole team with this okay, next one. Go. Also go. one of my favorite players of all time. And now currently a Philadelphia 76er, our point guard, James Harden, the beard. Uh, James Harden is the outlier to this list across the board. First, he is the most high-profile player we've mentioned so far. James Harden, if he retired today, he will be in the NBA Hall of Fame. He is right. already on a list of the 75 best players of all time. He got right. honored with that a few years ago. So James Harden is the best player by far we that dated any of these people. Got it. Uh, he also, so they dated in 2015, 2016, they broke up. Okay. He has been quoted as saying that was the worst year of his life. He did not like that year. He did not like being with her uh, or just all the hype that went with it. He said worst year of his life. He's also like kind of like a low key guy. He doesn't like really love giving interviews too much. So right. like I can't even imagine what it would be like to be a guy who like is so focused on basketball and have to be yeah, like. Yeah, he just- doesn't. So James, I think James is the outlier here. He's not like, I think. I think, I think, I think what happened with James and it was James and Chloe, right? So I yes. think what happened with that is like Chloe was like courtside one day, single. At no, the no, they met at Kanye's birthday party. Perfect. Chloe was at Kanye's birthday party one day. She went up to James. She said, Hey, are you single? And he said, Oh, no, uh, yeah, I guess. And then, and then she said, great, you're my boyfriend now. And he said, okay. And then that was it. Like, that's the type of guy that James Harden looks like. And I just feel like he kind of just was like, like forced into that relationship. Like he didn't really know what was going on. He's just here to play basketball. He's he's having a good time. James Harden literally showed up every day from elementary school all the way through college just to play basketball. This yeah, man I mean, is he's meant great for at nothing it, so. else on this planet. I'm looking at one photo. Right, exactly. He is meant for one thing, basketball. He has nothing to do, no business being anywhere near Kardashian. And that's why I'm thinking they were at Kanye's party. She went up to him and was like, hey, you're uh, you're my boyfriend. And he's like, okay. And then, and then all of a sudden, and then TMZ, a year went by. Yeah. TMZ's <laughs> off at the races, and a year went by, and no one corrected it. Like he was just like playing basketball a year later, and everyone's like, "Oh, how are you and Chloe?" And he's like, "What?" And then, like, you know what I mean? Then we have to announce. The break. I, I need to it's find just, a better timeline of this to 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 try to refute <laughs> it. But I, well, the other thing with him too is funny. Is he broke up with her? It says in February of 2016. Yeah. And he then went on to have the best three-year stretch of his NBA career, winning an MVP in 2018 as well. Right. Exactly. Uh, so he literally yeah. wants nothing other to do than play basketball. Well, I will <laughs> say though, the one thing that's proven. known about James Harden, and it was a joke when he uh, signed when he got traded to the Sixers and re-signed here. So yeah. he played for the Houston Rockets during the, the time that he was right. dating her and he was 13 in the Rockets. Yeah, and he was killing it there. Right. Um and he uh 
he's very well known for loving strip clubs like loves strip clubs <laughs> yeah every time right. that his teams play in miami it's almost guaranteed that james harden has a bad game if it's like they flew in the night before mm-hmm. um and there were a lot of jokes on the sixers subreddit and sixers twitter when he when he came here that like if we want to resign harden we really got to make sure he finds the best clubs in town um <laughs> so because it's it's that's and he also there's a really funny a gif of him from his birthday party last year where mm-hmm. he was on a yacht and people got him like i imagine a very expensive multi-lever cake for his birthday and he yeah. gets it and just tosses it into the ocean and love it's very it. funny love it. uh yeah, love james it. harden's great i love his love vibe it. and he is the he's the outlier on this list for many reasons but uh yeah he he dated chloe didn't have a good time and he got way better so you know <laughs> that's great uh, next one, we got our first Jenner sighting. Okay. Um, Jordan Clarkson. Chris and Bruce. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, Kendall, Kendall and Jordan Clarkson. So Jordan Clarkson was kind of, uh, always like supposed to be a pretty good player. He's always been like a really good role player on teams. Mm-hmm. Um, he is currently a member of the Utah Jazz, uh, mm-hmm. I believe he dated Kendall in 2016. So let mm-hmm. me look at the stats here. He's He's been about the same type of player before and after Kendall. I have okay. a hypothesis and I, I'm going to, I'm going to at the end here, share my hypothesis. But after, mm-hmm. after Kendall, he kind of became the same player. They dated for a very brief time in 2016 Mm-hmm. And then it looks like oh, no, it looks like March of 2016 through the 4th of July when they fizzled out. So yeah. they had a little fling. Um, yeah. Just a quick one. I didn't even really know that existed until researching this for this. Um, and then when I found that out, I was like, oh, huh. well, Jordan Clarkson didn't know this happened. So, yeah. And um, I think that's I think that's just an interesting fact of the matter is as well. Like because I'm 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 looking at it now and, and Kendall, I mean, I think Kendall Kendall was going for for Chloe's record here because Kendall's got her her NBA roster on on a on a solid list, too. So, I mean, if you put all these guys together in 2K, I'm sure you'd have a solid team between Kendall and Chloe. I'm surprised they don't own an NBA team. Like they have yeah. enough money. Why don't they own? Listen, why doesn't why don't the Kardashians own their own team? They've dated enough professional sports players. I think they all need to come together, talk to Caitlin, talk to Chris, talk to mom, talk to whoever, and get everyone on board. And they should buy a team. And then when you know what I mean? And listen, if these bitches aren't acting right and like they're messing up in the relationship and on the court. You're off the team, you know what I mean? At the if end you, of this, yeah. we're going to look at the roster. We're going to look at the roster, and I'm going to tell you who I think would win in a seven-game yeah. series if okay. every player was at their best. That's going to be perfect. our end. That's going to be the right, end point perfect. of this. Perfect. I just decided that's how we're ending today. Okay. Um, also, I have a four o'clock, so let's make sure we uh, we keep track of that. <laughs> but um, Okay. All right. So we got Kendall. We put Kendall together with Jordan Clarkson. Next one, we got another Chloe. This one was pretty public, and I know he was also on the show, I believe, too. Uh, Tristan Thompson. Yeah. So they have a kid together, I think, if I recall. Mm -hmm. Now, Tristan Thompson is uh, Tristan Thompson's a friend of LeBron James, which kept him on NBA rosters for a long time because 
LeBron, LeBron has basically every city he's gone to built the team of guys he wanted around him because he's the right. best player probably ever. Controversial opinion. Right. You can say Michael right. Jordan. I'm going LeBron James for that. Just a bit. Just yeah, I'm saying it on the wad pod. LeBron James is the best player ever. Done. Listen, it's, genera- it's generational. It's like it's you know what I mean. Like it's and also too they're 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 the best for different reasons. Like yes, of course we're always gonna have Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant and you know all the people in that list, right? It's the yeah. same thing as like Jay Z versus Lil Wayne. Like they're great and they're the best for their own individual reasons. Yes, I agree with that. I I although I am Team LeBron all the way, but right. Team LeBron. LeBron often just builds teams of guys he likes, and Tristan Thompson was like always a really good rebounder, solid mm-hmm. defensive center. So it's hard to also measure his career. So they dated and were together from 2017 through, I want to say 2020. Does that sound right? No. Maybe even 2021? Uh, it's like more that recent that they like. Late. That seems they, late. I, I'm not sure. Um, I know that he cheated on her with Jordan Woods because that was like a big storyline at oh the time. Boy. Well, of um, course. But he, his career is hard to measure because firstly – Around the same time as them like starting to break up, LeBron left. So he was playing with like one of, one of the best players ever, and he also it, it's theorized by scouts and people around the NBA that he has been shooting with the wrong hand his whole career because he's awful at shooting. Right. So he's just like not a, he's he's not a he's not kind of like a different he's a rebounder, good rebounder, yeah, um, and a good like center. But the NBA also changed a lot even in the time since he started playing in like 2011. So the centers are very different now. He's kind of like a, a past his prime guy even before he was older. So I think he's probably net negative post their relationship. Uh, seems like there was a lot of drama that went on in that one because I I knew I knew that they were together because it was like a storyline. So like so if they, I know about it, you know that it's a, a something yes. in celebrity world. So I think that they have two children together, um, and so they're uh, I believe right. Um, yeah, they have uh, they have two. I see baby number two broke up a few weeks ago, and they broke up June twenty twenty one. June 2021 is when they broke up, but because of the children and everything, sorry, the timeline's just so long. Like they were together, like on Easter for like their their one daughter's birthday or something. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've been they've been together for a minute. Yeah. So all right. Well, okay. Data, data. There, Tristan Thompson. So the pair welcome to second child. Close thrills. Okay. All right. So who's my next one on the list? I lost my train of thought. I had another one. Dang it. Oh, okay. We got another team Jenner. We got another team Jenner. Uh, Blake Griffin. This one. So Mm -hmm. they got together in 2017, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Dated and broke up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. 2018. Uh, Blake Griffin, by the time they were together, he he was at one point in time like an all-star power forward for the Los Angeles Clippers. They okay. got together in 2017. That is around the time he also started to fall off and get injuries in his career. So again, hard mm. to measure. But 2018 is his last like good year. And after that, injuries and just like generally not being on the ball. He's 33 though now. So again, it's kind of one of those things where like it's the end of his career when this happened maybe could could be that dating her and having the attention got to him a little bit injuries also came into play however when we get to the next person on the list for kendall 
it seems that injuries derail people after they date Kendall because mm. I'm going to take this. And this is the one I hate the most on this list because okay. of uh, my own personal team following my good friend and former Philadelphia 76er top draft pick and now laughing stock of the league, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. So Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons started dating uh, Kendall in 2018, I believe. It was yes, so it was after on, they were on uh, vacation with Chloe and Tristan. Yes. And during that time period, the Sixers were starting to come into their own. They were playing out of their minds. Uh, right. They they made the playoffs. They were starting to be like this. The, 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 for a little bit of sports backing, I'm sure you've seen the trust the process as a thing that gets said. Um, right. Right. And it was the process was starting to pay off. The league, there's a lot of drama behind this as well, where the league brought in uh, a general manager to like end the process and the Sixers were forced to make some deals. It was kind of a wonky drama in itself. But... Mm. The team was on the come up. Ben Simmons was like playing great defense. He was starting to be like a very viable threat. The critique was always, oh, he doesn't like work hard enough at his shot. He's not like really a shooting threat. So eventually teams are going to figure that out and they're going to figure out how to beat him. So he's dating, he's dating Kendall and uh, he, he just kind of stops caring about basketball, it seems. Just kind of seems like it just basketball doesn't matter. And he came back and in 2020, 2021, I believe is when this was. I'm going to make sure I get this right. Yes. Okay. Um, are, I think from what I understood, they had a very on again, off again relationship. They'd like, they'd hang out, then they'd get back together, then they'd hang out, then they would see each other, then be hanging out in the same parties. And he started, I feel as if Kendall set off for him a series of events where he started dating supermodels and caring much more about that than basketball. Uh, and he then played absolute horrible basketball in a series against the Atlanta Hawks in the playoffs where the Hawks figured out that they could, um, they could just foul him and he would miss shots. So for the entire fourth quarter of the game, they would just foul Ben Simmons and he missed like 17 free throws and the Sixers lost the game because he couldn't do it. And after that, the Sixers coach said, Hey, Ben Simmons lost us this game. And Ben said, I'm not playing for you guys and set out the entirety of the 2021-2022 season. Somehow, during the time of sitting out and streaming on Twitch playing video games, he okay. hurt his back, came back and uh, played 42 games this year for the Nets. You know what? Awful. Dog okay. shit player this year. And now he's hurting on the... Oh, here's the great thing, though. The Sixers are playing the Nets in the playoffs right now. And Ben Simmons conveniently is on the injured list on the reserve list because his back is acting up again. And I think he's just scared to play in Philadelphia. So, so okay. Uh, so a few, yeah. a few things there. I mean, one, I get it. I've been streaming on Twitch now for a few weeks and my back has been the worst ever. So I think it's just a circumstance <laughs> of the profession. So I get it. Um, you know what I mean? But he's probably like affiliate. So they probably have like chiropractors for those people, you know, cause they're real people. Um, and I'm just a loser, so I don't get that treatment. And so, um, it's fine. But do you think I'm thinking here, is it because, is it because it takes so much time? Like it takes so much time. Like, I mean, let's be honest. You honestly think that when you're dating Kylie Jenner, like, I mean, I guess, but I guess she's busy too. 
But like, I think in my mind, I would have to be like whining and dining, like flying her to Dubai. Let's go here. Let's do this. Let me buy you a purse. Let me do this. Like you have to constantly, it's like another full-time job with this person. You know what I mean? Like you and I, we can let B and Megs go out. Like they're their own people. They're self-sustained. We want them to like actually just piss off for a minute. Like it's fine. Go over there. But like these people, like this is all they have, right? Because they have everything else. Like they yes. snap their fingers. Kylie Jenner snaps her fingers and she has anything she wants in 20 minutes, if not sooner. But the one thing she can have is this guy and everything and all the attention he gives her. And so what does she want nonstop 24 seven? Exactly. Everything that she can't have is him. So it's him, 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 them, them, this is, them. This is an time. interesting theory. Interesting right? theory. Yeah. Right? No, I can, so, I, to be fair though. I, so, okay. I'm going to say my hypothesis. Now we got one more on the list and I'll say, I, I think that Kendall now I I didn't Kylie did not appear in this list. I don't know if she's dated an NBA player. Um, mm-hmm. So I was uh, I was trying to figure that out. So she her she started this whole thought process with being uh, in a relationship with Timothy Chalamet, as we know. Um, but I think that Kendall, for the most part, other than Ben Simmons, who I think his career got markedly worse f- somehow somehow his brain got messed up during that time. Um, right. There's other things in his life. I will say, I hate him for what he did to the Sixers. He set out. He made it very hard. However, they were able to trade him for James Harden. So that's also a fun, notable thing on this list. James yeah. Harden was traded for Ben Simmons. Got so it. two guys on this list dated sisters or half-sisters and were traded for each other. That's notable, you know? It's notable. See, uh, okay. But Kylie's- Kendall's team, Kendall seems like her team overall probably is less toxic relationship leading to their downfall and Mm -hmm. more either the guy has an ego. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that that might be the case. Also Kendall and Kylie have built like their own businesses. Whereas Kim Kardashian's the one who said nobody wants to work anymore. So overall, I think the Kardashians (laughs) are meaner than the, than the Jenner siblings in this relationship. And do you also think then you automatically, once you start dating one of these women, you take a hit. Right. Like your, your, your masculinity, your in chargeness, your like, I'm the man of the house attitude that instantly gets knocked down by three levels because guess what? She's here now. She's got the billion dollar makeup company. She's got the billion dollar. Yeah, none of brand. these girls need you. She's got the billion. Right. Exactly. At and all. so like, you're not like, you see all these photos. I looked up of all these men with all these women. Guess who's walking in front and guess who's walking in back. Like, it's just, it's the pattern. And so I think um, it's interesting. I think I think these guys, because listen, they're in sports, right? They're basketball, they're baseball, they're doing whatever. They're the man, they're the shit. 99.9% of their audience and all of their fans are men. Like the only women going to the baseball games are the ones who actually like it and like your wives and like the people that go along, you know what I mean? But the other majority of the percentage is men, correct? Like, I mean- Kindness statistically in this country. I feel country. like the NBA has a pretty good female following. I feel like in, in general, the NBA has a good job of just being a better at marketing itself to all sorts of different people instead right. of honing in on it. Right. Like football's like men, and there are there are f- women who love football, but I feel like football's right. like a man's man sport. Even though I can't stand football, um, but yeah, so uh, it, it looks yeah, like. There's, I mean, there's some psychology I think to think about here of like famous people dating right. in general. Usually, there's got to. It cannot be easy to just 
not be able to go to the grocery store without cameras being flashed in your face and worrying that the weirdest, like you can make a weird look. I make weird face all the time. I have no facial control. You make a weird look. Someone snaps a picture and like they're unhappy in their relationship. Their kids hate them. And then it's like everywhere. And you have to go about like, despite the fact that it's glamorous, like playing in the NBA is like 82 games a year. It's hard on your body. You have your right. own media narratives. There's all sorts right. of crazy stuff. And then you're also in the like whirlwind that is for some of these guys, like being part of a reality TV show is like also got to be one of the most insane things to do to your brain. Uh-huh. You right. got to show up. Right. Hair, about, like, the ones we watch like uh, Love Island or Love is Blind. And I'm like, being on that, you'd be insane. But you also don't leave there and you have to go be in front of cameras and give an interview about like the game you just played poorly at. So it's like, there's so mm-hmm. much more to it. It's there's something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So last one on the list. And then I got to go, we're going to make my, my, I think I've made my team pick kind of looking here, by the way, I think I have my team that I'm yep. picking. Uh, yep. This guy is like James Harden, uh, the anomaly actually. Now this is the, also Devin Booker. He dated Kendall. They just, mm-hmm. they're kind of like split as of last summer from what I understand. Okay. okay. Um, Devin Booker has gotten he he's he's like James Harden on the outline. He's a great player. He's mm-hmm. he's a great scorer, great shooting guard, and the Suns have just gotten better since he started dating mm-hmm. her. So mm-hmm. Kendall has a better track record, I think, actually. Mm. Um across the board of guys either staying the same or getting better in their relationship, except okay. for with the outlier of Ben Simmons. But I think Ben Simmons might have had other stuff going on that led to him uh being the way he right. was. Right. So uh, that's our list. We got Lamar Odom, Rashad McCants, Chris Humphreys, Rick Fox as a name, James Harden, Jordan Clarkson, Tristan Thompson, Blake Griffin, Ben Simmons, Devin Booker. Um, it's a solid I, team, bro. It's a dude, solid you got, team. We got a squad I here. Think, I think, um, yeah, man. I think, I think my, I think I know where you're going, but I'll let you go first. You're the sports guy. All right. So I said I, I was going with uh, everybody at their peak. If I could make a team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's tough. It's tough because none of these, some of these guys play the same position, some redundancies. Right. Right. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Tristan Thompson. You know, I'm looking at the rosters. Uh, I feel like it's going to be, it'd be an interesting matchup. But if everyone's at their peak, I actually think Kendall's team, if you add two people to it to even things out, might right. have a good shot. Now, it depends. Peak James Harden was never a good defender, so Devin Booker and James Harden almost cancel each other out on the two teams. So you got two guys who are lighting it up. Uh, But I think I'm going to go Team Kendall just because peak Ben Simmons before he was a head case would be the X X factor in this this lot matchup. So I'm going Team Kendall. That's my team that's going to win the matchup of people they've dated. I I hope that uh, we can update this list in the future. We got some new... like. And, you know, there might be more we haven't for- we've forgotten about as far as athletes here, so. Yeah, well, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, I was going to pick Kendall, too, just because I think she's hotter than Chloe, but um, it's fine, and we'll I'm taking we'll a just... strict sports stance here, which is yeah, exactly the yeah, dynamic no. of most of our yeah. conversations, so. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, no, there's no sports analyst about it. Listen, my, my, like, my, my March Madness bracket is just a blatant copy of – Barack Obama's every year. So it's fine. Um, but yeah, man, I think, uh, it's very interesting. I think, uh, Kim, Kim hasn't done much in the, in the sports space and, uh, Kylie, 
Um, Kylie is, uh, she's more in the entertainment space as well. I looked it yeah. up. She's, she's sticking with the actors and the musicians. She has not dated. Maybe I don't we can do another that. episode like this in the future. If you give me a list of actors and stuff where I'll make like a film hierarchy, like it was sports. There you go. We can do another episode. There you go. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, cause I need, yeah. Cause, and I mean, uh, I think. Right, because Timothy Chalamet, I mean, I did, uh, we, we could go on and on. I mean, I could talk to you about how beautiful Dune was and how you think he'll do yeah, play exactly. uh, Willy Wonka this year later. Yeah, so, so yeah, we'll, we'll have to do a film hierarchy. That seems like a good one, because I feel like, well, Kylie upped her game because Timothy Chalamet is also a very good actor. So uh, right. as far as actors right. are concerned, that's a, that, that puts her in the running right out of the gates. But I, I don't know the whole list of that. So you're going to have to, you'll have to, we'll have to like reverse the dynamic where you tell me and I react and go through it. We'll just yeah, do the exact oh, yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, of course, um, of course. Yeah, because I don't mm-hmm. know who's dated who in that. I follow movies, right. as you know, very closely. Um, mm-hmm. Also, shout out to uh, Black Point, the short film that I scored, uh, getting screened this weekend at the Jim Fort Film Festival. So, how cool is that? Yeah, right, very and cool. yeah, 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 that's cool. You're so, going to that, right? Uh, it's a pr- maybe. It's been a. Right. Well, I'm planning on trying to maybe get up there, but I don't know if it's going to happen because this week sort of got a little crazy but yeah man this was this was fun we i like that i planned a bit and we did it and we made it happen oh yeah and i get to see you tomorrow so there you go ladies and gentlemen this has been another episode of the what are we doing podcast my name is levi mccurdy thank you guys so much for rocking with me this week if you haven't done so already go back and check out episode 87 go check out the most recent episodes of the 280 plus podcast featuring myself and other guest co-hosts and go check out the High Cheese podcast. And if you haven't done so already, go check out the uh, Tim 20 Minutes podcast. He's all about mental health over there. Uh, we love we love the grind happening with all of those podcasts. It's almost as if we're forming a bit of, uh, what's the word? I don't know. I don't know. Something like maybe one would say a network. I don't know. Just saying. So check out all those podcasts and uh, make sure you subscribe and download. Hit that red button. Listen, we need like how many? We need like 80 more subscribers, dude. We need 80 more subscribers to reach our goal. We've got a few more days left uh, to, to before my birthday. But if we reach our goal this month, I need a thousand. We're going to get a thousand subscribers and we're going to freaking celebrate with episode 100 at a thousand. I mean, it's going to be a freaking banger. So please, if you haven't done so already, hit that button down below hit the big red subscribe button hit it hit the bell hit the like hit the thumbs up leave a comment do something share it it's free support your friends support the show support my friends if you need anything and everything at all everything is down in the comments below wadpod.com backslash links get you everything you need to support this podcast w-a-w-d-p-o-d.com c-o-m backslash links l-i-n-k-s check it out Thank you guys so much for watching. This has been another freaking episode. I can't believe it. Uh, It's Cinco de Mayo. We're going to go celebrate. It's date night. We've got a wedding tomorrow. We've got another date day, fun day, Sunday, planned for Sunday. We'll see you guys next week. I can't wait for episode 89, dude. Episode 89 is going to be French kiss. You guys aren't going to want to miss it. Check it out. Thank you so much for rocking with me. My name's Levi McCurdy. This is the What Are We Doing podcast. Peace.